From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, August 26th. I'm Sarah Wright. With climate change, the current drought conditions could be here to stay. That means the ability to experiment with unfamiliar crops could be key for local farmers. Rachel Britton is the owner of the Mendocino Grain Project, which provides a variety of services to small grain farmers in the Northern California region. They'll harvest crops, clean them, and distribute them so each farmer doesn't have to invest in machines for something they may only want to plant every few years on a couple of acres. Britton thinks grain crops have a lot going for them. I do think one of the magical things about grain is its capacity to produce with very little water. So some of our grain crops this year were put in in the spring and some even the late spring and received under four inches of water and produced a crop that we were able to harvest and offer as food and flour to the community. So I think an important nuance there is that the less water there is, there's definitely a yield impact. So we see less pounds per acre based on how much water we have. But by choosing drought-resistant varieties, uh, we're able to produce food with very, very little water. That's four inches of rainfall, not acre-feet out of a groundwater basin or a reservoir. Britain thinks of grain as a piece of the agricultural puzzle. She acknowledges that tilling the land every year can be disruptive, but if it's done with a light touch, it can be a valuable supplement to animal agriculture. My vision is sort of a longer term rotation for us where instead of really tilling our fields every year, every other year, we're able to put something in some sort of pasture crop for four years and then we come back and grow a grain crop on it, which would have a fertility benefit for our grain crop, but also then would be pasture potentially for livestock farmers. So in this sort of situation where livestock farmers maybe would be irrigating pasture, but it doesn't make sense given the water that they have access to. I think that's kind of an opportunity for us to say, okay, well, what is that field that would be irrigated? It's not that useful for you and your cattle when it's not irrigated. We, I think, have the advantage of being nimble because we don't use irrigation infrastructure and we don't need water, is that we can work with the water that we are getting seasonally and plant a grain crop so that something's coming of that land. If grain gets in the ground in time for some rain, it can put down deep root systems and find its own water. That makes it adaptable to inland Mendocino County and Lake County, where John Laboito grows wheat. This year's informal local champion in terms of producing under drought conditions is Hollis Wheat, which was released in 2003 by the Agricultural Research Center at Washington State University. Laboito recalled a conversation he had with farmers growing this variety in the dry zone between Oregon and Washington. Two feet tall, that's a harvestable crop. You can deal with that. And you know what? I said down here in our rainy California, it gets four feet tall. (laughs) But this year has really proved its worth because there have been several locations where it it was planted into damp soil in the spring, got no irrigation, no rainfall whatsoever, still made a good crop. And my crop of it in Lake County this year was about 30 inches tall, but it was still a good crop. The three of us ran our hands through a freshly cleaned batch of another kind of wheat that's just a little older than the Hollis variety. There was one of the tribes of Israel, they were called the Sakari. The details are a little controversial among historians, but one version is that in the year 74, with no apostrophe, the Jewish Sakari rebels retreated from the Romans to the fortress of Masala in southern Israel, where they were eventually overcome. 
when it became clear that the Romans were going to overtake their fortress, they set fire to their warehouse, which all caved in on top of all their foodstuffs, their wheat, their dates, everything, wine, oil, amphorae, all that stuff. And then the story is that they committed suicide. The mass suicide jumped off the cliff. So in recent years, the various Israeli archaeologists have excavated the Masada Fortress. And they found that underneath the ash and the rubble from the warehouse that caved in, there were still intact stores of the grain and dates and we are growing out, and others are growing out the wheat from the, from the Masada Fortress. It sends chills up my spine to think that I just saw a few handfuls of grain just right here in an industrial park in Ukiah from a story like that. Yeah, I'll tell you, I really, on this one, I really put the pedal to the metal to make this happen, to make this one come off. For Britain, the farmers in the Pacific Northwest and the rebels of legend all have something to offer when it comes to solving the puzzle of food security. The diversity of grains and the power of diversity is definitely something that's close to my heart, as is the opportunity for some of these staple crops like wheat and rye, but also less known things like quinoa and sorghum to be good at capturing carbon and be a source of creating organic matter in our agricultural systems. So I think diversifying uh, the actual varieties that we're growing, but also diversifying the grain that we're growing. So I mentioned sorghum to you. It hasn't really been an option for us in the past because we would have to have some irrigation infrastructure, at least to water it in, because by the time that the water, the soil is warm enough to plant sorghum, there's no more rain coming in Mendocino. So I think there's a lot to figure out there, but I do see some opportunity for diversity in the future. And I'm definitely a believer that, especially when it comes to agriculture, that diversity is the precursor to resilience. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.